More Tales to Give You Goosebumps by R.L. Stein. Reader beware, you're in for a ten scares. Is Matt's summer camp being taken over by an evil patch of poison ivy? Will Eric escape from his tank now that he's been turned into a fish? Can Tara help the terrified voice she hears inside a beautiful seashell? Find out in these ten creepy Goosebump short stories, perfect for reading around the campfire or under the covers. Listener beware, you're in for a scare. Nice kids. They're gonna love Dark Falls. Summertime. Summertime. Ooh, ten scary stories. Perfect for summer. Halloween's my favorite holiday, but summer is my favorite time of year. Ooh, I got such a tickle when I realized how summery, how summery deep we were gonna, we're gonna go. Yeah, I forgot about these. If you listened to our last episode, when I realized what was coming up next, I just felt the big summer tickle. Ooh, ten summary tales. Are we should we read the for the ten we got coming up, or should we just let it come come episode to episode? I don't know. Why don't you just spill it all? Yes, here are the contents of more tales to give you goosebumps. Today we're gonna be talking about the first one, the werewolf's first night. But the ones we got coming up are P.S. Don't write back. Something fishy. You gotta believe me, suckers. Doctor Horror's House of Video. The Cat's Tale, Shell Shocker, Poison Ivy, and The Spirit of the Harvest Moon. I believe these ten are pretty, some of them are pretty dark. Yeah, they're pretty dark, pretty strong, and we're in for a real nasty summer's treat. Now, this book came out in July 1995, which was the same month as the horror at Camp Jelly Jam. Ooh, wow, we were really blessed that summer, weren't we? We truly were. We as a society... So let's talk about the werewolf's first night. Ooh, it's time for the werewolf's first night. I don't get down on the first night. Brian is our protagonist. Yes, that's right. There's a lot of almost male protagonists in this book. What's that about? There's a lot of camp in this book. Yes, this year's theme is camp. Brian is riding with his parents to Thunder Lake. To Thunder Mountain. The Thunder Lake is a place that they go every summer, and it's a vacation resort filled with cabins, a big lake, and a golf course. I don't like lakes. I only like the beach. Parents, his parents, well... Basically, parents bring their kids. Families come. That's that's what families are sometimes made up of. They come from Thunder Lake. The, and parents usually hang out in the clubhouse while kids go to the like summer camp sort of vibe. But they're all just staying together. But this year's a little bit different. Can you tell me why, Daniel? Because it's Brian's first year in the teen camp. Oh my gosh, teen camp, teen camp. 
he's really nervous. In fact, he's terrified of the teens. And his parents say, Brian, there's nothing to worry about. In fact, his mom says, I know you're scared now, but the time is coming when you won't be afraid of anything. Just wait and see. But what Brian is really scared about are not those nasty teens. No, not those tickling teens. It's the stories. Stories of the shrieks and howls and the werewolves. Oh no, not a werewolf. Now, there are ten kids that are going to be in the teen camp this year. Brian and Kevin are the youngest, at being 12 years old, which <laughs> technically isn't 12 a preteen. Tween. Kevin has pale skin and red hair. Drink. I don't really know what Brian looks like, but it doesn't matter. He probably has dark brown eyes and dark brown hair, just like every other character. And the three oldest guys in the team camp are named Phil, Jake, and Don, and they are real bullies, real meanies. I think Don is such a funny name. No offense to any of our Don listeners. I just have a hard time imagining like a teenager or a tween named Don. Mm, that's a good. That, that's a good point. I just watched that cycle of America's Next Top Model. Rewatched that cycle of America's Next Top Model where there's Don. Remember in cycle twenty? I don't. He um he has a bleach blonde hair. Uh, blue eyes. He's black. He has tattoos. I don't. You don't remember him? Oh, he changed his name when he became a model model, right? He's, he's in the Ariana Grande video. Mm. He's, oh yeah, he's so hot. Um, we have the same agent. Oh. Anyway, anyway, who cares? So Jake. Yes, let's, has, let's talk about what they look like. Jake has dark curly hair and a gold earring. Hot. Phil has beady blue eyes and always wears, wears a red Bulls t-shirt. Huh, I don't know what that's a reference to. Don is short, wide, and mean. Just how I like them, honey. I'm just kidding him. I like them short, wide, and nice. Same. So they're all playing baseball. Huh? I know. I'm not quite sure. But mm. Brian appro- approaches the, the mound. Oh, those are so good. And Don, Don is the catcher. Mm, okay, I've heard about this. And he, as Brian approaches the the mound, Don flashes a big old smile at him, and Brian sees that Don has long, sharp fangs. No, what? But then he covers his mouth up quickly, like he shouldn't have done that. And Brian's like, "Oh no, something's up with Don." Wait, I know it. Don is a werewolf. Anyway, Brian strikes out. Uh-huh. Uh, sounds like my dating life. Oh. And Don smiles again, but the, this time when he smiles, he has normal teeth. Wait a second. Wait, Something's, his fangs are gone. What's something, something weird's going on here. Brian tells uh, Kevin this, and Kevin's like, I knew it. I knew it. He's, Everyone knows he's the a story about the werewolves. He's a werewolf. Don's a werewolf. Everyone knows the stories of the werewolves at Thunder Lake. Mm. And Brian's like, oh, no. I just remembered. It's the full moon for days. No. That night, Brian's parents are out playing cards, so Brian's in the cabin all alone. Ooh. And he hears growls and scratching at the door. What? Are you serious? That's too scary. So he turns out the lights because he's like, oh no, I don't want anybody to know I'm in here, and just peeks outside. And he looks out the window and sees a figure running away like a wild animal on all fours. And he sees that the figure's wearing a Red Bulls t-shirt. It's oh, Phil. Oh my god, it's Phil. First Dawn's teeth, now Phil's shirt. And he tells the, his parents, hey, uh, I saw a werewolf. It's Phil. And they say, no, it's just a silly prank. Soon it'll all change. Don't worry. Oh, okay. The next morning, Brian is walking around outside and sees long paw prints in the dirt. What? Wolf tracks leading away from the cabin into the woods. Oh, no, there are wolves here. <clears throat> Phil left wolf tracks. 
Now, the next night is a cookout where uh, Jake tells a scary story about a man with a hook for a hand. I'm going to hook you. (laughs) I'm going to hook you. (laughs) I'm so surrounded by I Know What You Did Last Summer stuff all the time that this felt like a personal shout out to me because narcissistic. But I was like, oh, a hook for a hand. I know all about that. Same. But Brian's like, yeah, hook for a hand sounds scary, but I'm more scared of werewolves. And anyway, walking walking back to his cabin after the scary story that Jake told around the fireplace or whatever, he realizes fire. Brian's like, oh, no, I forgot my jacket. I got to go back and get my jacket. And he goes back and he sees that Jake is standing around the cookout fire, just arms outstretched, howling at the moon. <laughs> Wait a second. Something strange is going on here. I don't quite get what's happening here. Hmm. Anyway, he's like, oh, something's weird. Weird's going he's on. He's like, I have to go tell Kevin. Kevin's the only one who understands. Kevin's the only one who knows me and loves me. And he catches Kevin on his way back, and he sees that Kevin is eating raw hamburger meat, blood dribbling down his chin. No, no, Kevin's a werewolf too. They're no, all please. werewolves. No, I'm surrounded by wolves. Now, Brian learns, this is almost over. Mm-hmm. Brian learns that there's an overnight camping trip on the full moon for all the teen boys. No. And Brian tries everything not to go. He fakes a sore throat. He tries choking on too much water. He tries rubbing his arms and face with what looks to be poison ivy. I thought this was so intense and actually very creative on his end. I was like, wow, that's dangerous. He tells his parents, I don't want to go. I've been trying to find ways out of it. But the truth is, I just don't want to go because... I think the guys are going to pull a mean trick on me. And they say, oh, no, you should go. It'll be good for you. You need to go, okay? Unique New York. And on the trip, it's happening. Brian just decides, I'm just going to hide in my own little personal tent the whole time. No no werewolf's going to come get me. No pranks, no nothing. And so he just stays there. Like, even during dinner. The guys are all having dinner. He just hides in the tent. And but then, when nighttime rolls around, that full moon is high in the sky, just as Brian predicted. He hears a howl. Da-woo. And he peeks out, and he sees it's Phil. And Phil has become a total werewolf. And he's covered in fur, and he has white fangs, and he's howling at the moon. And then he sees all these other werewolves start crawling out of their tents. All of the guys, all nine of the other guys are all werewolves. They gather around Phil, and all of them howl, howl, howl at the moon. But then they turn to Brian. They see him popping his head out of the tent. They start stalking towards him closer and closer and closer. And Phil reaches, reaches out, reaches, reaches, reaches under his neck and pulls off his face and he's wearing a mask. Ha ha. In it fact, was all a joke. They're all wearing masks. It was all a joke. It was all a prank. They all welcome laugh and Teen they say, Camp welcome Brian. to Teen Camp, Brian. They pull this prank on one kid every year. You see, the howls were from a tape recorder in Jake's pocket. It's it was a, a sound, sound FX fa- tape. <laughs> and they used fake wolf shoes for paw prints. And Don had fake fans, fangs in his teeth when he was sitting on the mound. And Kevin used ketchup and chopped up spaghetti to make it look like raw meat. Wow. All this trouble to go through just for a teen camp prank. Brian is so relieved and he steps out of his tent and has a good natured laugh but the the laugh turns into a low rumble that's coming deep out of his throat. What? And then he starts to feel prickly and itchy all over. Oh no. And then shaggy fur starts growing out of his hands and his fingernails turn into claws and he starts growling and snapping his jaws and he howls at the moon. Wait a second. And the guys look at him all terrified and then his stomach growls. So 
So now it's time for me to read the first paragraph and the last paragraph of this short story, me, The Werewolf's me. First Night. It's me reading it. Oh, it is? Yeah, I read the odds, you read the evens. Oh, now it's Daniel's turn to read it. <laughs> okay, now we're going to read the first paragraph and last paragraph of The Werewolf's First Night. What's the problem, Brian, my dad asked, peering at me in the rearview mirror. We've been on the road for four hours and you haven't said two words. Aren't you excited? I snapped my jaws. My terrified friends all started to run. But I knew they wouldn't get far. Four legs are faster than two. I guess Thunder Lake is going to be fun after all, I told myself. Then I started to run. Good old classic Goosebumps twist. I mean, it was so classic that... It was the most predictable ending of all time? Yes. In fact, the story's called The Werewolf's First Night. So when I started reading it, I was like, oh, we're not even pretending to not realize what the twist is going to be at the end? (laughs) I mean, did anyone listening to this didn't see that coming? No, they all saw it coming. (laughs) Yeah. It's pretty basic. (laughs) Why do you think they didn't make this into a TV episode? Um, Maybe because they already had The Werewolf of Fever Swamp. You know what I mean? And that, like, kind of encompasses werewolf stuff. It kind of feels like the Werewolf of Fever Swamp and Welcome to Camp Nightmare put together. It does. And they already had both of those. So, you know, I don't know if there was a need for that one. I mean, eventually we get werewolf skin, which I think is different enough. Yes, that's You know right. what I mean? But it's like if we have camp and werewolves, it, to me it seems like Welcome to Camp Nightmare plus the Werewolf Fever Swamp equals the werewolf's first night. Yeah, I hear you. I don't think it was need. I don't think they needed to do it. Yeah, totally. Um... Well, that was our first one, you guys. Yes, that was our first night. It's like dipping our toes into a a pool, a little pool of summer. A little summer's kiss. And we got nine more sexy, summery short stories to go. I want to give a quick shout out to our friend Phil. Shout out out to Phil. Sweet, sweet Phil. Um, Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And for, I just, I ran into Phil. Hi, Phil. Phil. Hi, Rachel. We ran into Phil and um, we didn't run into his gorgeous wonderful sister Rachel but I love them both so much and I never see them but when I do it feels like no time has passed and they are so lovely and thank you guys so much for listening I know I love them both so much they are family forever that's true you can reach out to us and say hi if you'd like please this is did we we didn't even did we say our names at the top of this episode no I don't think we did we were so excited for summer that we just dove right in anyway I'm Daniel Montgomery I'm Matthew Scott Montgomery you can say hi to me on Twitter at Daniel Montgomery but honestly I I don't really check it that much. Oh. Or at least I'm trying not to. And, or you can say hi to me on Instagram, Daniel X Montgomery. I do check it that much. And I do know how lucky I are. Um, you can stalk me on either one. Twitter, I robot Eugene, and then Instagram is Matthew underscore Scott underscore <laughs> under s'mores. Under s'more Montgomery. Matthew underscore Scott underscore Montgomery. Got that blue check next to it, bitch. So you know it's me, okay? Now you can reach out to both of us at the same time if you'd like it. Welcome to deadcast at gmail.com. And Email we'll, us. P.S. We don't write back. <laughs> yes. Speaking of writing letters and correspondence, next time we're going to be reading P.S. Don't, don't write, write back. back. And it's one of Daniel's favorites. It's, oh, I just can't wait. I can't wait for this summer. So thank you for summering with us this year. How woo! woo! So we'll catch you at camp next time, okay? Do you promise? If If you dare. dare.